Welcome to Ian Hates Conversations. My name is Ian, and on this episode, I've got the vets, Eric and Alex of 5606, that's 5606 in numbers. They just put out a brand new track called Ride Along, available everywhere now, and there are big plans for even more coming very soon. We've got a lot to cover since 5606 has been around for almost 20 years now. So we're going to start with the new track, Ride Along, and get to the conversation. Enjoy. Just like 
All right, everyone, welcome back to Ian Hates Conversations. I am here with Eric of 5606, and we are going to be joined by his drummer, Alex, in a little bit. Keep your ears open for that. But for right now, Eric, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing good. I'm doing tired, <laughs> painful, but feels yep. good. Feels good, man. Feels good. That's not the first time I've heard that it's painful to be on the show. So welcome. Well, no, 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 no. You, no, 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 no. no your show's not painful. Just uh, the you know the commitment to uh, to doing just doing this all. You know, you, you get the idea of you know playing music, and you know we've been doing it for so long that mm-hmm. um, you know we we did take a little bit of time off um, about, for about a year and a half or two because I'd actually hurt my back. But oh man, after after playing after playing music since since we were fourteen years old. To have a couple of years off was kind of uh, was kind of nice, mm-hmm. but getting back getting back into the grind of it again is like, oh man, <laughs> uh, I you, I don't want to say you forget, but man, there's a you know a, a lot of the world has changed, especially uh, in how you know music's conducted and um, how it's distributed and the internet and you know the game the game has changed so so much. So uh, playing catch up with that and um, you know moving forward is just uh, definitely tiring, but. Uh, Man, I, I wouldn't have it any, any other way. Absolutely not. It's uh, it's too much fun. Exactly. And that's the whole point, right? Is you got to have fun doing what you're doing. But you're absolutely right. That whole grind, if you do have to take that time off, it has to be really, really difficult to get back into rhythm. So let's tell everyone right away, you know, hopefully they already know, but you had just put out a brand new track called Ride Along. And right, that was, right. was that your first, you said you took a break for about a year, year and a half because you're back yeah. and we'll definitely talk right. about that. But then yep. also, was that your first track in like five to six years? Yes. Wow. Yeah, it was. So um, we we are semi-notorious for taking our time and releasing material. Uh, we don't, we really don't believe in putting material out just to put material out. Um, right. We, I think we like to curate um, the best songs that we can for our audience. Um, so, you know, we, we really have in the past, we haven't had an interest in putting out, you know, 11, 12, 13, 14 song CDs. You know, we try to put out um, EPs, five, six, seven songs of right. the best that, that we can. And um, man, we play, we tour and play the hell out of it when we do. Oh, yeah. um, you know, and we, over the years, you know, we've uh, amassed, you know, a large collection of songs and um, yeah, it's, it, it, uh, I mean, I guess getting back to what you were saying, yeah, it's been about five years since our last release, which was kind of weird uh, in a sense. You know, when we sat down to, after the the songs have, have were written, which I, again, in that time off, you know, I, I we'd been working on, I'd been working on, on you know, a bunch of songs. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, that first day when you sit down in the studio and hit record for the first time, you're like, you know, here we go. Uh, <laughs> you know, that was, uh, that was a feeling that was, um, was very welcomed, but man, it, it, uh, it had been a while, but, it definitely, I think, uh, I think we're all just excited and pretty happy with, this, with the results so far. Absolutely. So what was that moment then that was like, hey, we've, you know, you've been working on music, but to say like, this is what we're going to do. We're going to release these tracks over a certain amount of time. How did you decide? What was that moment that got you to be like, I need to make music again? Ah, okay. Well, that, it's funny because I actually have a specific answer for that. Ah. Awesome. Um, you know, I was out. Um, it was, it was, it was on Valentine's Day. I was out to dinner. Okay. And uh, I got to to chatting at, at dinner about 
um, how it's bullshit that, you know, Valentine's Day is a day that we have to, it's like one day a year that we're supposed to say, hey, um, I love you or passionate about you on this one day. We're like, this is such bullshit. Like if you, right. if you love something or you love someone, you should love it all the time. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and kind of going into to answer that, the segue into that is, uh, I remember that, that next morning, um, on the 15th, I, I, God, I, I remember it so vividly. I remember waking up being kind of off the remnants of that, of that last statement of conversation. And I was like, man, I, I love music. Like, I like love it, man. Like I love it. I mean, I love like punk rock. I love, you know, pop rock. I mean, I love every, I love all music. Um, but I was, you know, I was like, man, I just, I love this. Like why other than, you know, like the health issue and like, you know, why am I not moving forward? Like, mm-hmm. why are we not doing stuff? Um, and then I remember sending a text out to the guys and then I was saying, just, Hey guys, we're getting back on the saddle. Um, and I think at first everyone was kind of like, yeah, okay, whatever. And then, uh, I started, and then I started, you know, putting tracks together, demos together, sent them to everyone. And, and then it turned into like, Oh, Oh shit. Okay. This uh, is, uh, this is really going down, but yeah, it was, it was a specific moment. Um, wow. it was on the, the 15th of, uh, February of this, uh, this past year. And man, I, I swear, I just, I feel like I haven't gone to bed since the 15th of February, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, man, that's, that, that's, uh, that's when it happened. It was, that was the, that was the, the time. Oh, it's crazy. All right. So let's go back then to what happened with your back. Ah, so my, so I've, after our so many years of touring and playing and I, I, I play, um, I play a rather heavy guitar, um, right. okay. 13 to 15 pounds. Um, you know, and I play, you know, I play it low, you know, hangs low, you know, I'm putting up air quotes right now. It looks cool. <laughs> you know, if, um, you know, just, just kind of develop that habit, you know, grow, growing up, um, you know, as a teenager, you know, watching your idols, like, how they, you know, you kind of emulate how they they would play, and you do that, and after you you jump off enough Marshall stacks, and you do enough <laughs> stage dives, and um, you know, you do enough throwing of your guitars, and you know, run into drum sets and things like that. Uh, you know, in your early twenties, uh, you don't realize that that uh, it's gonna take a toll on you, and it right. and it did, and it got to the point where uh, we were playing some shows, and like right in the middle of a song, uh, even people in the crowd, you know, that they, they'd reach out via social media after and be like oh i saw that look in your like what happened to you like that look in your face of just like pure just pain just oh. running up like the bot the back of your legs up to the the oh man and it just got to the point where i was like um if i i feel that if people are going to pay money to come see you live mm-hmm. that you have an obligation to deliver a good show sure um, that's like if there's one thing our band's been known for i mean it's definitely not we d- we're definitely not known as the greatest musicians on earth. Uh, you know, we're not known as the the greatest songwriters that ever lived, but we are. But we are known for one hell of a of a good live show. Very true. Um, I tell people all the time: you want to hear the songs played perfect, go buy a CD. You want to have an experience, come see us live. There you go. I like um, that. Yeah. From and, what I've for, oh, sorry to cut you off, but from what I've seen. I can definitely, I've never been able to see you guys actually live, but looking around YouTube and being able to see you guys do actual, you know, live performances, it is something awesome to see. Thanks, man. I, I appreciate that. You know, it's something we work hard at and it's just, uh, I'm just blessed enough to, you know, play in a group with, the, uh, you know, talented guys who feel the same way, who can express that same emotion. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, uh, there, there's, there's no greater feeling, um, you know, 
I mean, people listening now, whether I mean, musicians or not musicians, I mean, I think a lot of musicians who maybe are listening right now, um, let me tell you, like being on that stage, there, there's no higher high than being on that stage and watching people just rock out singing songs that you wrote in your boxers on the corner of your bed on a Saturday morning. Um, <laughs> just, there's something powerful within that. It's something that like not everyone understands, not everyone gets experience, but oh man, it's just uh, it, so grateful, you know, so humble. And man, it, it's just, that, that's what it's all about. So just, we always like to make sure live that we just give it all you got. Growing up, going to see shows, um, you know, going to see in the Bay Area, going to see like Rancid or yeah. uh, going to see like, you know, Green Day back in the like Insomniac album, like all those that, you know, like you go just, you le- you're leaving the arena or the, the concert with like, you just can't wait to like go home and play your guitar and, you know, jump around like as a young teenager, like <laughs> you just cannot wait to do that. And, you know, just all those years of emulating that and, you know, you develop your, your own self, your own right. personality mm-hmm. um, and just. Man, it's it's all about the live show, and I, you know what? If I can go back and maybe put an addendum onto my earlier comment, the passion for the music is one thing, but if it if it didn't come with the live shows, then ooh, I don't know, because I feel oh, like that's I, I miss I miss the I miss I miss the fans, I miss the our family out right. there, um, and God, we can't wait to get back out there pretty soon. No, it sounds great. I mean, I can hear the passion that you have for sure. So let me ask, just because you're, you know, we didn't mention it before. But you're the lead vocalist and guitarist for 5606. So Correct. when you were, you know, going out there and touring and playing live, did you ever mm-hmm. think about that stigma of bands are seen as being more boring live when they have a guitarist who's also the lead vocalist? Was that a stigma that you tried to make sure that people never thought that about your band? Uh, honestly, I, I I never thought that. Um, okay. I'm actually I'm I'm thinking about it right now. Um. I, I I would say maybe subconsciously there was something to prove. Okay. But not ever worried about it being boring. Um I, I you know, I I learned that early on. Um, you know, when you start when you start off when you're young, you know, that you're always you know, no one comes out of the gates you know, perfect. And I'm, and I'm not, I'm not saying we're perfect by any means. God, oh my God. <laughs> but, um, you know, it, it takes, it takes years to hone your craft. Right. Um, so, you know, I remember there were very specific moments along our journey where I feel like we grew as a, as a, as a live band, um, you know, as, as a three piece mm-hmm. and you just each, each step was a step in front of, of the last. Um, but no, ne- never, never boring. And I, I think that's one thing that kind of, maybe catapulted our our band early on was the fact that we just had energy man the energy yeah. the energy like oh right um it just it's just uh it's you got you you know i'm we're gonna fly you out to a show you're coming out there we go <laughs> you gotta come i <laughs> oh believe me well, so well here's a question then let's let's we were gonna jump to this probably at the end but let's talk about it now you had mentioned wanting to get out there and tour again. So you've got uh-huh. these new tracks coming out and we'll get into that uh-huh. more as well. But are yeah. you planning on doing, you know, a cross country tour or will you at least be doing live shows in your hometown? Okay. So, you know, without saying too much now, what what we're probably well, I mean it's funny. I'm actually as I'm talking to you, there's text coming in about tour dates. Oh. And I apologize <laughs> if there's any 
vibrating noises coming out on your side. No um, you know, I, I think we're going to kind of start um, in March. Early March is when we're going to start. Okay. Because um, we, we do have another track. Um, well, we'll get into that in a little bit. Yeah. But I think in March, we're going to start March. Uh, you know, we, we are from the Bay Area in California. So, you know, obviously we'll do some hometown stuff, but we'll, we'll probably do some West Coast, you know, as far up as Seattle down to San Diego. We'll, we'll probably hit the West Coast okay. um, between March and, and June pretty well. Um, and, you know, at a lot of good venues. Um, just right now, it's just choosing and working with the right people to make mm-hmm. sure that we're playing with, you know, bands that complement each other. I think right. especially especially today, um, you know, it's very important to, well, th- there's so many options for people to go to shows these days, right? Sure. Yeah. And it's just really important to make sure that we're playing with the right bands, that the the people who come to see are not just enjoying one band, but they're enjoying everybody. And mm-hmm. it, it makes it makes it enjoyable for the whole night. So, so yes. So in March, we're going to start playing. Um, and as probably in the upcoming month or so we'll probably start releasing some dates and some of the bands that we'll be playing with as well okay as far as as far as heading east um in the short term i don't have anything we don't have anything lined up right now but that doesn't mean it's not going to happen um okay good i could see it happening probably closer to the summertime oh sure. Um, probably but it's just i mean we're what is it we're in what december right now yeah, in december, december november we're, there we go i guess by the time this comes out it'll be december okay yeah so we're in december sure so yeah, I mean, we'll, more more will develop, but I would say March to June is going to be uh, West Coast uh, for the most part. But okay. we but we we will branch out. All right. Well, let me ask you this, and obviously you won't give away any of the bands, but I know in the past you've gone out with a lot of different style, you know, lots of different genres. Mm-hmm. Are you looking to be more with you know pop punk? pop rock, you know, whatever you want to call it. Are you looking yeah. to be more with that style of band? Or are you looking to spread out to different genres? Um, I think I think early on we're going to keep it with the, more of the pop punk bands. Okay. Uh, to be, you know, and uh, I say pop punk loosely. Um, oh, sure. You sure. know, I, I feel I feel like the people out there are hearing the word pop punk right now and, you know, Blink-182 is coming to mind or some 41 is <laughs> coming to mind. Um, you know, it's it almost feels like it's a word that's associated with sometimes, sometimes associated with the past. Um, but you know, there's, there's a lot of different bands that, you know, I'm putting up air quotes again that are considered pop punk now that maybe it just, but yeah, stylistically we're probably trying to stay with the, with that. But yes, you are correct. We, you know, we have gone out with, with bands that, um, weren't our style in the past. And that's always fun to do too. There's, I, there's something about the challenge of going out to a crowd who is, not ready to see you mm-hmm. and doing your best to win them over. Right. Um, do, do we win all the time? Um, you know, I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but, you know, I'm just, you know, but we, we definitely try our best. Um, no, but there, there's something about that. And I, I, I think it's important to, to not put music in boxes. Um, right. God, like I, I, I hate that, especially um, the past, uh, you know, like, you know, 10 years ago, there was, you know, stick a you know pick a word and put the word core at the end of it there was like you know every kind of core oh it's still uh, there it's still I, there I, just like it's <laughs> like like my god like do, do we really need to car- compartmentalize everything like can it just be music nope like nope. do you like it do you not like it like i don't know but oh, no. uh so yeah. i get the sentiment i do so yeah no i mean that, that that's kind of the way we see it but um yes uh again to answer your question definitely we'll be with um pop punk bands Okay. Uh, for the first, yeah. 
But then with that said, you know, if someone comes, you know, if someone comes knocking and someone's like, hey, you know, would you like to have the support slot on this show or that slot? We're not going to be like, no, we can't do it because it's, you know, not a punk. It's not what, it's just not us. No. Um, if, it, if it makes sense for us, if it makes sense for the shows, makes sense for the fans, then hey, let's do it. Yeah. And that didn't really seem like your style is to only do one certain thing, because like I said, you know, if you want to classify someone, you can classify you guys as pop punk. But if you go sure. through your entire discography, you're looking at a lot of different genres that you kind of melded together. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So let's add. First of we, all, oh, go first ahead. of all, thank you for going through the entire discography. Oh, That's I've been a... having a lot of fun. <laughs> so appreciate that. Thank yeah, you. Absolutely. No, I I think that was one of the things that I found so interesting about 5606 is that you can go back all the way, you know, to like 2004, all the way up till now, you know, with the new track Ride Along. And you can see not only that you progressed as musicians and as lyricists, but that it wasn't like if I go back to your first EP, I wouldn't be embarrassed by that. You know what I mean? D- yeah, no, I... I'm gonna go out on record and say I am extremely proud of that first EP. Yeah. Um. So I mean, we we started. So that first EP, um, technically wasn't like the first recordings that were released, but it was the first organized. Yeah. Uh, record. I was and, gonna ask about that. Yeah, yeah. Right. So I mean, that was the so the name of that album that was the the Don't Call It a Comeback EP. Right. Which is really funny because people are like, Don't call it a comeback from what? So your first one. <laughs> <laughs> But we'll get in. Maybe we'll maybe we'll get into that later. Sure. But um, yeah, no, I, I'm super proud of that record because it was so raw. It was right. so raw. That was before the days of, oh man, like a label. Oh man, like the radio. Oh man, like this girl or you know, it was way <laughs> before. It was three dudes in a garage, just playing the music they wanted to play with no purpose, but to just play that music. Right. And I, 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 I still to this day, um, you know, the first track on that, that record boxcar reality. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I wrote that. I wrote that song probably back in like, I want to say 2000. Oh, wow. Um, before it actually, yeah. So like, I mean, it just, and still to this day, um, to me, it's, it holds up. Um, I feel yeah. like there's some song that holds up and yeah, I'm really proud of that first record. Um, yeah, yeah, really, really happy with it. As you should be. And I think we kind of hinted at it, but you're going to be a band for 20 years coming up in 2019, right? Yes. Which, which was you, which is funny because, you, uh, anyone listening is probably like, Oh my God, this dude's probably 60, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but no, man, <laughs> that's, that's not the case at all. You know, we're, we're still young, you know, yeah. we met, we met 13 years old, 14 years old. Wow. Like, uh, that's, that's how we did it. That's man. awesome. Just, uh, yeah. Um, you know, before, before anything, before we're a band, we're definitely friends. I mean, I know a lot of bands say that and in a lot of cases it's true. And I think that's probably the biggest reason why we're still here is the fact that we're friends for us. You know, if, if it's the music that's holding you together, then mm-hmm. my God, I mean, that's, I don't know that. I mean, how long can that last? I mean, you gotta, you gotta love the people you're with, you know, um, outside, outside of what music. So, um, that's probably why we're here for 20 and gonna be here for 20 more. Yeah, man. So that means the band technically started in 1999. Correct. All right. And then, so you guys met, obviously, was it middle school or high school? Um, high school. It was, oh my God, it was high school. Yeah, it was high school. Okay. 
So then in high school, so then you were putting out music in that, you know, five year span before you got to Don't Call It a Comeback. Right. Okay. And if you, right. yeah, and then, and there are recordings out there. There are a few special people with the, these things called compact CDs. Yeah, I was about to say um, it was very hard for me to find some of that information. So, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it's funny. Like every every now and then, um, at a show, there will be someone who will like yell out a name of one of those songs to play live. And it, you know, if there's a, you know, even if there's like five hundred to a thousand people in the crowd, I always hear that one person. I'm like, man, how in the, <laughs> how in the hell do they know about that song? You know? Yep. Um, but yeah. Um, They'll they'll come out one day. Okay, all right. They'll 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 surface one day. Good. All right. I like to hear that. So then, now with you know planning on doing a tour and planning on playing live, will you be doing songs from the entire discography? Yes, we always do. Um, we we try to we try to pepper things in. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, one thing we depending on where we are, we try to make sure we try to make sure that people hear the songs that that they want to hear. We're definitely not one of those bands who's like, we're going to play you, but we feel, you know what I mean? I mean, well, I mean, of course we, you know, we feel for all of our songs, but like, we're not just going to be like, we're not going to disregard what people want to hear. Okay. Um, so for example, you know, if we're playing in the Bay area, you know, we know for a fact that we got to play stuff all the way back from that record. Um, you know, if we're playing, let's, let's just call it like in Hollywood or something, then we know like, okay, these people came around more around the, you know, basic guidelines of making enemies record. Ah, sure. So then, so we, we kind of curtail it, but yeah, no, we'll, we'll definitely pepper things in, um, you know, probably in, in March, when we start playing in March, we're probably gonna be playing two to three new songs, but, uh, a majority of the songs are going to be, you know, off of basic guidelines, world's most dangerous and at yep. least we'll give them hell. Okay. So that makes total sense. So now, you know what? I don't even know if we completely answered the question before, but so, when you said like the back problem really took effect, was that after touring for at least we'll give them hell? That yeah, definitely. Okay. Um, yeah, it just all those years. I mean, years and years of you know compacted. You know, I mean, it was. I would say a majority majority of it came from playing and you know just like lifting things wrong and. Right. I'm just honestly just putting your body through things that just it you shouldn't go through and uh, you know if I can go back and tell my older self, my younger self. <laughs> Oh man, I, I totally would be like, dude, just, just don't do just that. Don't, <laughs> don't, yeah, right. Don't just don't like twenty percent of some of that stuff. Um, but are you okay now, though? Yeah. Um. Okay. You know, I, I I wouldn't say that. You know, I'm like ready to go, ready to go do a uh, you know American Gladiator or anything like that. But um, I'm definitely better. Uh, okay. It was definitely it was part of it was part of the reason why I felt it was okay to to come back now because I felt I I had it in me to you know, give our family uh, what what they needed. Right. So, so will yeah. there be like, I know it's going to sound weird, but will it be like a training regimen that you'll do, you know, now that we're getting in December to get ready uh, for that tour in March? Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. I'm already getting heat from it from uh, family and friends. They're like, they're like, man, you better, you better get on that. You better start doing it because, um, I mean, like, like I said earlier, we run a very high energy show and right. I have we I and we have uh, no intention of, of slowing down right. uh, in, in terms of that. So it's, uh, you know, people people who don't play music, um, you know, don't they don't realize that, man, being on stage, it's like it's like being in a football game. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm not, I mean, it's just it's, it's just 
it's like the craziest cardio. Go to the gym and turn the treadmill up to 10. Uh, you know, do that for 35, 40 minutes straight uh, while talking the whole time yep. and dodging, you know, it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, I definitely, I definitely got, I guess I get in, I get, got to get back into it. And uh, probably by the time this, uh, you know, this, this airs, I'm probably going to catch some more flack from uh, family and friends about getting, getting that under oh, wraps. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm absolutely <laughs> sure about that. So the problem is though, like we talked about before, is you're putting so much work into the new tracks, you know, with doing music videos and getting everything out there that you yeah. don't have a whole lot of time to hit the gym to be able to do that yeah. kind of thing. Nah, man, I, I, I'm, I'm not a no excuses kind of, uh, <laughs> no excuses kind of guy. I'll, I'll make it happen. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll find a way. Um, you know, if worse comes to worse, there's no excuse why anyone can't get outside and run around the block or go jogging around the neighborhood for, 20, 30 minutes at a time or so. So there, there's always, where there's a will, there's a way. Well, that is true. I mean, yeah, you're not in no. the ridiculous cold of Boston and everything. So you're in San Jose. So you can yeah. enjoy the outside and all the luxuries that come with it. Yeah, speaking of outside, I think it's raining for the first time this year right now. Well, that's good though, right? I mean, you guys do need rain. <sighs> yeah. Um, yeah, we definitely, with, with the fires that we had. Um, oh, it's awful. That's the it one is. downside, I would say anyways, besides the price, and we talked a little bit about this off air, but besides the cost of living in California, that's really the only drawback, but I would love to get to the West Coast. I would love to live in an area where the weather is nice. Yeah, I mean, sometimes I feel like such a bitch, you know, when I talk to my friends back east, I'm like, oh my God, it's freezing <laughs> out here. It's like, oh my God, it's like 64 today. It's freezing. Ah, <laughs> uh, you know, um... You know, and, and we're in the Bay Area, you know, and we're bad when it comes to that. But we're not as bad as uh, our counterparts in Southern California. Like, I have friends who come up and visit from from uh, from L.A. And they're like, oh, my God, it's 75 degrees. Like, it's freezing. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> you guys are a bunch of bitches. Yeah. But then I don't realize we're, we're all lumped in together. Hey, but you got to do what you got to do. And I totally understand. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Well, so tell me about the scene in, you know, in the Bay Area. So... You're going to obviously start playing shows, but what is the scene like there with other pop punk bands, with other bands around that area in general? Well, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to tread lightly with this one. Okay. But, um, the, the scene has, uh, God, that word, the scene, uh, the scene is a staple. It's a staple for the show. I know. I know. (laughs) This, uh, the scene has, it's changed, man. It's, I think that's the first thing we got to understand is that it has changed. Um, you know, 10, 10, 15 years ago, you, there were, there was local shows like everywhere. We're talking community centers, churches, you know, the big, the big venues in San Francisco, the big ones in San Jose. Um, I mean, there just was, it was was like big shows were happening all the time. Like it was Friday or Saturday night and you didn't have to plan to go to a show. You just had to pull up, uh, what was that one website? Uh, like Pulsar? Steve's list or Pulsar oh, or something. Yeah, right? yeah, okay. And, and just like, okay, cool. Like this, who's playing? And then we got in the Bay Area, especially San Jose. This thing started to happen where venues just started closing, and uh, venues just started closing over like every little, every little thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, whether it be like insurance or whether it was like the city didn't want to be liable for a bunch of, you know, three, four hundred, you know, punk rockers hanging out outside. Um, you know, because you know what what we're doing is so terrible. Um, right, right. You know, God forbid that listen to music. Um, but yeah, so like you know that I, I think that I might I might be jumping ahead here, 
But it was during that time when we realized on the lo- on the the local on the micro level that yes, you know, our band, you know, you know, thank God we were blessed to have people who you know stood by us. That, you know, whenever we played, you know, people would come. Right. Um. But that scene kind of it moved. It it, it changed. So we knew that it was time that hey, we need to start you know branching out of our local you know community and start playing, start going you know more you know, bre- how do I say here branching out across the West Coast. Ah. Okay. Um. Of course, never forgetting where you know Bay Area is always going to be our home. Like. Right. Straight up, always. Mm-hmm. Um, but we knew, you know, it was time, you know, we, we weren't going to sit there and, and fizzle um, while that was happening. So that then that's when we started kind of moving around to start doing more shows. But now as I kind of bring the question back around to today, how's the scene now? Yeah. Um, it's, uh, I, I would, I would say, especially in the, 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 the pop punk era that it's, it's still hurting. Um, uh. It's definitely still hurting. There's just not a, there's not a lot of venues, a lot not a lot of all ages venues. I think that's the, yes. that's the key word here. All right. ages venues. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lot of bars, and you know our our music appeals to everybody. And it, I I don't like knowing that some kids can't come uh, ah, to shows because okay. sure. you know that, that 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 bums me out. So um, yeah, it, it's um, it's it's not as healthy as it used to be, but that doesn't mean that it's not on the upswing because I do think it's on the upswing. Okay, and. The reason I think it's on the ups- upswing is because of things like Spotify and people discovering new bands. Um, right. And I think people are getting excited about live music again, uh, especially in you know the the pop punk rock world. I think people are getting excited about it again. That's the hope. I mean, I see it here as well. So there's a little bit of a dichotomy with Boston. I, have you ever been to this area before? Uh, what area? What area is it so like the Boston area where you know there's Worcester and Cambridge and Boston. Like, have you been up to the East Coast of this area? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Boston is about 45 minutes away from Worcester, and Boston. You would think that a lot of bands would come in here because there are a lot of different venues. Now, once again, unfortunately, just like you mentioned, you know there used right. to be shows here in churches. There used to be show. You know, every night, every Thursday, Friday, Saturday, there'd be a show. Now it's certainly not like that anymore. But right. one thing you also have is you have a lot of people going to Worcester because they do more, it seems, of the all-ages shows, just like right. you mentioned. So right. that's a little strange because you think Boston would be the mecca, you know, besides New York City, obviously. But like right. in this area, Boston would be that. But you're absolutely right. It's a little bit different, though you see a trend that hopefully more live shows are going to be coming because I think that's also where all the artists make their money. Right, right. Yeah, no, I mean, it definitely is where where the artists make their money and that's what you got to do. Um right. it's just uh, it's just it's just part of what what it's become. So I just uh you know, I just hope that we can you know, survive in in the new climate. So <laughs> Yes, exactly. <laughs> so wait, is right. Alex there? Cuz I heard Alex, some weird yeah, Ale- Alex is on his, he's on his way right now. He should be here in a couple, yeah, I think he's stuck in traffic. Oh, I heard a little, your voice got very tinny there for a second, so I thought it was that someone had come in or something had changed. Oh, right, yeah, right, you hear yeah. that? I, hold on, let me see. Uh, is Alex here? Fuck, it's like doorbells and all kinds of shit ringing. Hold on. We're going to have to squeeze in here, Alex. All right, so we, Alex go. just got here right now. All right, everyone. So what I mentioned before when we started the conversation, we are now joined by Alex, the drummer of 5606. Alex, man, how are you doing? 
Oh, doing great. Thanks so much for having us. Absolutely. So we have been talking probably for like 30 minutes now about the band. So let's, this is actually a really good time, I think, to skew to the present since Alex is here. And let's talk about Ride Along a little bit. So Eric and Alex, how'd this song come about? Uh, so I think the way this song came about was as we decided that we were going to start playing music again. Mm-hmm. Um, if you listen closely to the lyrics, it, it talks about how we're it, it's it's a we use driving in a car as a, like a metaphor. Yeah. Um, like, hey, we're going on this journey. We're going back to reclaim in our own in our own mind. What is our glory? Mm-hmm. I know. Like, and it's like, hey, like we're doing this again. Like you can, you know, whether you like it or not, like we're doing this. And if you're down with, with the cause, like come with us because we're going. Right. Um, exactly. And I think that's and I think that was also why this was the first song to come out first, um, because like it it was a song that signified that we're that we're back and, and ready to be on the saddle again. Anything to add to that, Alex? Or? Yeah, um, me and Eric have been jamming out the rhythms um, to this song. Uh quite some time and uh alexa stop so, <laughs> she just starts playing things uh, yeah so i guess as we were jamming this song out it, it kind of gave that vibe that hey we're back right. and uh we're, we're we're stronger than ever and we look forward to creating new music and uh you know that's really how it came about you know just simply just jamming and then being inspired by by our, our you know fellow Musicians and bandmates. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, and I, you know what, I, the, the crazy part is, like, I, I can confidently, confidently say that this is the most fun that we're having, and we haven't even played a show yet. Ah, very cool. Yeah, like that. That already speaks volumes to me. Um, it's just there's there's something about not worrying about the outcome mm-hmm. that there's there's this purity to it that I feel like. I don't say hasn't been present. I mean, the music's always been pure and from our heart. But yeah. when I mean pure, I mean in a sense of not worrying about what how it's going to be received. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're finally doing it for ourselves. Yeah. Like wow. I know that sounds exactly. sounds kind of selfish in a weird way, <laughs> but like like we're doing it. Like it's like, hey, these are the songs that we like. These are the songs that we want to play, and we hope you like them too. Um, gotcha. And and I feel like that's it. Uh, that that feeling is just nice to have that back. Back in the day when we had, you know, social media platforms come out like MySpace, giving, you know, local music uh, a platform to, you know, showcase ourselves and, and, and get visibility into the scene. Um, it was all about numbers back in the day. Ah, sure. Of views. I mean, still, it's still about that today. So I guess coming back into this, um, you, know, you know, just adding on to what Eric is saying, how, uh, you know, you used to think oh these are what all the big bands are doing back in the day you know and it's not really about that anymore so you know when we're when we're doing this for ourselves we mean we're true to who we are we just want to have fun with this whole you know uh, situation we put ourselves in and uh you know share that with others you know kind of create this uh, joyful environment at our shows and yeah. just within our community in general for to all 5606 fans yeah you know? okay so what I would say from, you know, what you guys just said and now going to this new way of allowing, you know, a single to come out every six to eight weeks. How did you guys decide that was the way you wanted to put things out? You know, I I have to say that the way the music's coming out now, like 
the way that's received by ourselves, by the young, like kids in high school or college students is there's so much music to choose from now. True. Like I can remember back when I would spend all night long telling people, don't call my house line. I'm downloading this Limp Bizkit song. It's going to take me 10 <laughs> hours to download, you know, to download that one song. You know what I mean? And as soon as someone called you two in the morning, you couldn't listen to that one song. You know what I mean? Right. But now, but now we live in a day and age where it's like, you can, you can like listen to a hundred bands in like a day. There's so there's, and because of that, I can remember going and buying like a CD. Like I, I remember going to get like the Offspring CD yep. and you'd buy that CD and you had your, your CD and your disc man. And man, you would play the living crap out of that CD. You knew that thing back to front to front to back over and over and over. Right. But nowadays it feels like, and, and I, I think, I think we're all a victim to this because of things like Spotify, we can just go click, click, click. Okay, cool. And then in a couple, couple days, couple weeks later, and we, we've moved on. Right. And because of that, I think we took a cue from the, the hip hop community who's been putting out mixtapes and singles for so long. Right. I think that what we were afraid of doing was spending so much time and so much work and passion and heart on like 10 or 11 songs to put out as an album only for someone to enjoy it. And then they maybe possibly move on to the next thing in a month or two or, oh, or sure. three, or, you know, I mean, there's no time limit on it, but you yeah. know what I mean? Right. So this, I think what we're doing this time is, Hey, we're taking the, We're going to take the power back this time. What we're going to do is we're not going to let you do that. <laughs> so we're going to get, we're going to give you a new song every six to eight weeks for the next year. Um, so that you can digest each song one by one, enjoy them. And then you always have new content coming out for, from us. True. Um, it keep, and it keeps it fresh for us and keeps it fresh for everyone else. Yeah. And I think it's just a way for us to, um, be more engaged with our, you know, listeners and our, our, you know, our fan base ultimately at the end, you know, um, when you're spending, you know, we've been doing this for quite some time and, you know, back in our, you know, um, previous days, we would focus so much time on, on, on writing an album right. that you lose touch with your fan base and you, hmm. you don't, you know, consistently keep following up with them because your head's down you know, saying, hey, we're working on the album. We'll see you in two years when it's done. Right, right. <laughs> you know, so... Um, or, or like in our case, four with, or five sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> so, so with, you know, the on-demand economy, they say. Sure. You know, every... they, You know, with Spotify, always pushing out new songs every Friday. You know, uh, we have a different generation of listeners. And right. they want to, you know, they want to love one song and then fall in love with the next. Um, I like that. Can, so, I write, can I write that down? Yeah. Thank I, I already did. <laughs> so, <laughs> so the six to eight weeks we thought was feasible for us. And that's how we ultimately, at the end of the day, um, retain our passion and fun for yeah. this whole music uh, process, this whole band process that we're going through. You know, uh, we get into the dumbest fights when you're producing and writing music for the longest time yep. and you lose sight of, of what you're truly there for. Ah. So, you know, giving these small sprints from like six to eight weeks and, you know, having these micro, you know, kind of like these micro engagements with, uh, our, um, with our listeners, mm -hmm. you know, every, every other month kind of thing felt like the right thing for us to do. Yeah. Right. I really like the explanation for that. That was actually really good. So, the question would be then, so for the amount of tracks that you guys are going to be releasing, will there be some type of a theme 
that links them together or is just this, you know, the love of music and you'll put out whatever track you, you know, whatever you feel like writing about. I will say this. Um, I, this band has always, and one thing I'm proud of this band is we've never like melded to the, what everyone else is doing. Right. Mm -hmm. So we always have had our sound right. now with that we have learned to mature and progress through time and develop our sound, but we never really changed who we were. We only grew into who we were going to be. Sure. Right. So, um, the, these, these new tracks, the, the first song that came out, we wanted to make sure we gave people something that was familiar. There's okay. nothing more. I, I don't know if I speak for Alex, but nothing pisses me off more. Then when you have one of your favorite bands and man, you haven't heard some new music from them in a long time, then that new CD drops and like, oh my God, this doesn't sound like anything I want it to sound like, right? And you just get, <laughs> I would think we've all had that moment at one oh, point or another. Many, many times, yes. So I think it was important for us to not freak people out, out of the gates. Um, right. We wanted to give them something that felt comfortable, like a, like a, you know, like a blanket, like, oh, like this is definitely 5606 moving into the next you know, 2018, 19. Right. Now, with that said, I think we're at a point in our career where we want to try some new things. Okay. Right. Um, now, I'm not, anyone listening to this, don't freak out. We're not going to sound like Nine Inch Nails or anything like that. Deathcore? I'm just saying. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, it's nothing is not, I'm just saying, like, we will always sound like us, but we're going to try some new things out. All and right. uh, um, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to do a lot of what, sounds like us and we're also going to challenge ourselves to try new things all right um can you say the question one more time please like what do we <laughs> like, like, what? I know, sometimes i talk so much we forget what the question uh, is no he's saying like what's is there gonna be a theme about the new music oh yes yeah. that's right is there a theme okay um you know what i think you just have to stay tuned and find out every <laughs> six to eight weeks guy. that's my that's the answer i'm gonna that's the answer guys I should with. Yeah. yeah. Mark and, it on the calendars every six to eight weeks. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you might see a You might see a theme. And then right. you're going to be more anticipated. Who knows? We'll see. We'll do yeah, another yeah. show and we'll talk about the theme once I figure exactly. it out. There we go. Yeah. All right. I'm fine with that. So let me ask a specific question about the song right along. So I think if I'm not mistaken, going through your discography so much, I don't think I ever remember backing vocals from a female vocalist before. But it wow. sounds like that's in Ride Along. Who was that? And whose idea was it to do that for this track? Uh, that was uh, Katrina Cobaltera. Um, she, she's a, that's my girlfriend, actually. Oh, okay. And right. uh, yeah, so God bless her heart because um, she had to listen to this song more than anyone ever should ever need to. Let me tell you. <laughs> uh, you know, and she she's a singer herself. And oh, okay. um, and. Yeah, we we never had backing vocals, and one one day I just we got to a part, and I was just like, uh, like we were, we were just bouncing ideas off each other. I was like, hey, you know how you like this? It was asking, her and, sh and she was saying it back, and I was like, wait a second. I was like, stay there. I like, ran over to the to you know ran down the studio, right. turned it on, and I was like, go. She's like, what do you mean go? And I was like, no, go. Like hit the line. Um, and then once I heard it down, I was like, that's it. That just sounds. That's what I want. Um, and then I showed the rest of the guys, and they were like, ooh, it was. It, was, it never happened before in one of our songs. So I think when you hear it, if you're a fan of ours, you're kind of like, whoa. Yeah. Like, that's new. Um, and I, I don't know. I, I, think she did a, I think she did a great job. Yeah, I absolutely. Think she, she, has, 
Uh, I think she has a killer voice. Like I know, I know, I'm inclined to say that because she's my <laughs> girlfriend, but uh, but she really does. She has a great voice. So uh, I think she brought another another layer to the song um, that it, it needed. So definitely stoked on it. And, nope, uh, very cool. To add on that, you know, fifty six oh six has four official band members right now. We have a lot of unofficial band members that are our closest <laughs> friends. All right, and we have we are fortunate and blessed to be in a group of uh, friends that are very musically talented. We have so many friends that are guitarists, singers, um, bass players, and even drummers yeah. <laughs> uh, that we we love collaborating with. So yeah. that's that's the one thing I think we value a lot in this uh, band is that you know we're we're not that type of band to say hey you know it has to just be our core members shining all the time. No, we have a community of musicians that are amazing. We want to showcase that. We want to support that too through our music. So that's the whole element and vibe you're going to receive at a 5606 show. You'll just never know who's going to go up on stage and, you know, that's a true story. Give something special (laughs) to the crowd. Yeah. And then we, I have a friend, a friend of mine, um, Anthony, and he, he always jokes that, you know, off of what Alex said about like, you know, bringing our unofficial kind of friends and family members in as mm-hmm. like people helping us write songs. They, we, we get those ideas and then he jokes and calls it running it through the 5606 mill. Like <laughs> it, it, it comes out, there's like an idea and then you run it through the mill and it comes out sounding like us in the end. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it, it's, it, it's stupid and funny, but it's, I, I couldn't agree with him anymore. Yeah. So, if it works. Yeah. So, yeah. Is that why on the Facebook page under members, it has Dwight in parentheses? Right. So basically, so Dwight, um, what he did, he, okay. We, a couple of years ago, decided that we wanted to live have a, another person play with us live to oh, help sure. thicken up, to help thicken up the sound. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, Dwight's, you know, with us, um, you know, with us in the band, and he he kind of brings that element to us. Um, you know, he's only been with us for a couple couple of years now, uh, but man, he's been a great addition to to the live show. Definitely takes a lot of you know me playing guitar. Uh, man, he takes a lot of stress off of my back. Um, Absolutely. You know, and it, it it just allows us to kind of engage with our, our crowd a lot more. So yeah, that that that's definitely one way of why you see that on there. Okay. All right, that makes sense. So now let me ask another weird question then. So based on the names. Eric, I know you sometimes go by Venom. Yeah. And then the bassist, Andy, is his real last name Warpath? I don't know, is it? Oh, come on. (laughs) Son of a bitch. All right. So then the question, so here's the question. Even if that is or isn't, I mean, it might be the greatest last name ever. Of course it is. Oh, that's awesome. All right. That's the only reason, I think that's the only reason that that, that he's with us. We're like, a Warpath? Yeah, that's the guy. Okay. Then that's amazing. So then you've got Venom, you've got Warpath. So Alex, where is your name to fit in? You know, um, we're still trying to find that. Okay. So, is that it, something it, I have to stay tuned for? Yeah. And I I don't know. What, what's, what's that thing? They say like in sports, like you can never give yourself your, your own nickname or something well, right. like that. Yeah, yeah. So I figured you so, guys would have given one already. You know, just, man, once you meet Alex, she's <laughs> Alex is just perfect the way he is. Okay. He doesn't need, he doesn't need, an, I don't know. We got, maybe that day will come, but uh, I don't well, know. If you ever end up at a 5606 show. I hope and you to. Watch, and, and you watch me play, mm-hmm. I challenge you to come up with a nickname. Okay. Oh. I'm thinking, I'm thinking <laughs> you know, sticks. 
Uh-huh. I'm thinking sticks, Six? but I think that's okay. too. I think that's too generic. Yeah, no, nah, it's too right. generic for an Alex. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see. Um, but uh, nickname to come soon. There we go. Okay, let's even take this a little bit more technical. And with the new single "Ride Along," and then with the newer singles that will be coming out. What was the writing process like for you guys when you were getting, like, do you guys, you mentioned jamming. Is that literally how you guys came up with all the tracks? Um, You know, I, I think the way a lot of the songs start, it's different. The way this song started was I, I had put together an idea. Um, I put together, you know, the music and like and the melody. Then I, you know, I, I head over to Alex and and, uh, and Andy and I'm like, hey, um, you know, what, what do you think about this? And then you know, next thing you know, we're talking drums, and then we're talking rhythms, and then we're talking bass lines. Okay. And, and it, it just kind of, it, it kind of snowballs from there. I think that's kind of a lot of how our, our songs kind of, kind of start. Um, they either start like that, or they happen by accident, jam session in, in rehearsal. Okay. And so then you're there all the time, basically, then to approve, like all three of you are there to give the go ahead of like, yes, that's it. But then are you guys writing separately as well and then bringing things together? I know. We, yeah. How, yeah. Yeah. We write, we all, we all have a different piece to the song, you know, okay. um, our, our bass player, Andy is actually very, very talented, uh, uh, person at writing. He, he writes a lot of good lyrics yeah. mm-hmm. uh, and melodies. Very much a poet. Yeah. Very and, nice. um, you know, when it comes to the drum beats, course we love to try as many different variations as possible um right. that feels you know the best so yes ultimately jamming is where it starts and i don't care what band you're in if you try to tell me it's from any other way you're not having fun ah okay and believe yeah. me a lot of the people that i ask when i talk about that a lot of people do not get it from jamming wow yeah, really? oh yeah no Interesting. most of it the answer i would say i get Probably 90% of the time, and I've been doing this for almost four years now, I think the answer I get all the time is the band gets together and writes the music and then sends that music to the lead front person, and then they write all the lyrics and they put everything together. That means the singer is lazy. Yeah. does not want to come to practice. I mean, I mean, I mean if I could split myself in two, that would be awesome, but unfortunately, I have to be there for all of it. That is true. Is that Alexa again? <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, dude. Amazon's getting a plug tonight, huh? Yeah, they are loving it. If you want yeah. things to interrupt everything nah. you're doing, get an Alexa. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> All right, I think she, I think she's quiet now. God, oh, that's funny. No, it's fine. It it happens. So yeah, that's. I mean, honestly, that's the answer that I normally get. So it's actually kind of refreshing to hear that you guys are able to just get together, jam things out, and go from there. Yeah, I know it, it, it's even funny. Like on the on the the lyrical side, um, I think what well, we always start with melody uh, first. Okay. Um, but it's funny because sometimes while we're jamming and that melody comes out, sometimes like words just come out, and then those oh. words just end up sticking. You know, like oh Christ, you know. Then we're <laughs> we just find a way around it. But yeah, I, I, I support I, I support Andrew uh, Alex's and and uh, his answer. If you're not jamming and stuff, you're not having fun. There you go. I'm getting a lot of quotes from this episode. It's going to be just yeah, it's gonna be quote after quote. <laughs> so let's ask a general question then. Obviously, we had mentioned before you're coming up on 20 years as a band. 
Now, that whole entire time, you guys never signed to a label. You've done everything, do it yourself. Now, was it something that you were completely fine with or were there times where you really did push for that and would you be open to that now? Um, yes. Yes, 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 and a couple uh, no's in there. So <laughs> we, I, might, I might be indifferent, but I'll let Eric's. Yeah, Eric's I speak. mean, I feel early on, you know, I mean, come on, let, let's let's get real. Anyone like, come on, you're you're growing up, all that's beaten into your head is you want to get signed. You don't know why you want to get signed, right. but you want to get signed. Um, but you know, as we progressed, uh, you know, in our uh, our mid twenties, um, yeah, I mean, we definitely were. We're open to the option. You know, I remember without dropping any names here at all. Um, I mean, I remember sitting in the big offices down in L.A. and with these big fancy people and mm -hmm. their big fancy buildings and their big fancy promises. Um, and we could have made some choices to. I mean, we could have been on a completely different path, but we just really. um me personally, I've always been terrified of getting screwed over. Sure. Um, we've always had a good thing going on the independent path. Um, like, you know, could we possibly have maybe reached more people, millions of people? Like, sure, maybe. Could we have ended up on the shelf and dropped and playing at some some bar on a Tuesday night with no one giving a crap? Like, that's that's a possibility too. Right. Um, but the way that we currently have it, we're having fun. Mm-hmm. People are still, I mean, people are still coming out. And that's what blows my mind. Like, you're still coming out? This is like, God bless your heart. You know what I mean? Like, and and, and that's what keeps it going, man. Like, right. uh, yeah, you know, if that stuff came, you know, great. Um, if it doesn't come, then hey, whatever. I think to me personally, the most important thing to me at this juncture and where our band is, is making sure that people just hear the music. I, right. I, it doesn't matter to me what comes with it. It just I want to make sure we can on on a grassroots guerrilla style level DIY like let's just get it out to as many people as we possibly can right. and just make somebody's life better for three and a half minutes at a time. And that's it. That's that. That's all we want. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're definitely open to all opportunities, you know, and uh, we'll be happy to review it. Um, but ultimately, in my personal opinion. Um, I think with technology and online platforms we have today, mm -hmm. uh, and on top of that, with the horror stories we've heard from very close friends that have been assigned Ugh. banned. Yes. Right, right. Um, my personal take on it is we, you know, unless the price is right, we probably wouldn't need to really work with a label at this point. And what the, you know, what defines fun for us is just sharing these moments with uh, our friends, our family, our fan base. At the shows, uh, mm -hmm. the last two shows we played, uh, we sold out each of those shows, you know, um, cool. and, and, and before then we haven't had played in a while. We, we, we co-had, or I believe we opened, um, yeah, we opened up for strung out when they came through oh, San Jose, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. you know, they, they, we sent them our music and they handpicked us to open up right. for oh, that cool. show, yeah, you know, and on, on top of that, I mean, I mean, you've seen, uh, have you seen the documentary of 30 Seconds to Mars with Jared yeah. Leto? Yeah, yeah. You see how bad of a mess that was? These oh, guys sure. are rock stars, like on top of the world, and they still had to deal with all that trouble. Right. And it's just, you know, 
Um, yeah, I th- and honestly, we all have we we all have uh, full time jobs. Mm-hmm. We all have careers right now, and we would probably make more with actually. I know for a fact we we make way more now <laughs> in our own personal careers, giving us the ability. We if we wanted to go on tour for a month mm-hmm. or two months, we probably can do that with paid leave. Oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. we've That's accumulated great, a lot of pto yeah <laughs> so it's 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 not um yeah having a label at this point isn't a huge need for us in my personal right. opinion but we're open to the conversation if it presents itself you know we're open to always reviewing opportunities but not a huge need for us at this moment right now uh, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna deliver you another quote if you're ready right. for it go ahead here it comes <laughs> you can only be punk rock as much as you can until it's time to pay the bills and that's what it is um yeah. you know uh we just didn't go just didn't go for the sellout just doing doing what's right in our heart man right. I, I, at, that, at the end of the day doing what's right in our heart doing what's right for our fans and like alex said whatever opportunities present themselves we'll review them as best we can yeah well how do you guys record then? Do you have your own studio or do you go out somewhere locally that you enjoy going to? So this time around, um, this is the first time that we've taken on the recording and producing ourselves. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, we did. Uh, we always used to go to the same studio out in Oakland, California. Okay. Um, and, you know, they did great stuff for us, mm-hmm. um, but just technology today and our will to learn um you know i think i think we're doing a pretty good job yeah um i'm definitely happy with it and we're getting better and better uh i think one of the biggest compliments we get recently is oh man what studio did you go to i'm like oh my bedroom (laughs) (laughs) but with that said my house has turned into what looks like a studio now it's like there's no room there's no more room for inhabiting anymore just like gear everywhere right right no i i know the deal I know the deal for sure. But yeah, that production sounded really good on Ride Along. So did you guys have any training or was it just years and years of experience being in that other studio or seeing other friends' studios that you knew how to maneuver everything? I'll be straight up with you. Mm-hmm. Like February 15th, prior to that, I'd never picked up a recording thing in my life. Ah, okay. I basically, I dove, I dove deep, deep. <laughs> I dove deep. I took yeah. like, as I learned, I soaked up as much as I could. You know, God bless. We have a lot of like really good, um, you know, friends in the industry who are experts in the field, um, which mm-hmm. I learned. But I learned and learned and learned and learned. And was, I mean, one thing about me is like when I'm learning or and I get into something, I get obsessive about it. Gotcha. Uh, and I got obsessive about it, and <laughs> in a good way. Um, right, right. And I, I, I think it's, um, it's showing the results. And then you know, bouncing that off of Alex and Andy, and like you know. Putting it, putting it in check sometimes and making sure that um, there's always fresh set of ears to it to make sure that's the way we want the sound. But yeah, man, it's, it's DIY all the way up. So are you guys, I mean, I know I was looking at your merch store and that's pretty damn impressive as well. And I know that the, I guess it's not album, but the track artwork for Ride Along was done by Steven Giuliano. So Correct. is there anything that you guys really don't do? Because obviously that's a friend of yours. Do you guys often do your own artwork as well, though? We do, we do, and uh, you know, like with with Steve, you know, doing that, um, you know, we we very much so. I mean, don't get me wrong, that's all Steve, um, but we very much so, um, 
you know, bounced ideas off. And God, he probably hates me for all the emails back and forth because <laughs> we always do have our fingers and everything. Right. right. Uh, so it was one of the few times where we, we, we relinquished a little bit of control. And man, it felt good. And he did yeah. a fantastic. He did a great job. Oh, yeah. Of course. No, that's absolutely for sure. So, yeah, you guys are very <laughs> DIY. And I'm sure people are tired of us saying DIY, but that's kind of how it is. So let me go back then to the beginning for you guys. So since I've never had a chance to talk to you before, Alex, let's start with you. When did you start with music and how did you know that this was going to be the band that you wanted to be in? So I started music when I was uh, about 14 years old. That was my first time I was ever in a studio and I oh, okay. thought that was pretty nuts. Uh, didn't have a single drum lesson. Um, was self-taught. Wow. Learned from the many greats that I've watched and been inspired from. Um, and uh, with, with 5606, the first time I saw 5606 was when I was helping uh, pierce the veil. At the time, they were called Before Today. Awesome. I had <laughs> I had booked uh, a show for them in Campbell at a old venue called the Gaslighter. Yeah, that okay. was uh, so that was coincidentally coincidentally the fifty six oh six CD release show. So I, I was able to help get Pierce Deville at the time on a sold out bill. Wow! And uh, when I saw fifty six oh six headline and present, I was like, "Wow! I've never seen a crowd this energetic." I mean, even the original drummer at the time, right? Kevin, he's inspirational. He was such a performer. And like, I saw him jump on top of his drum seat and spin around and come back down and just play his drum again. Nice. And didn't miss a single beat and stayed on time. Huh. Like, wow, that's, yeah. that's insane. Uh, Eric's always been really good with interacting with the, uh, the crowd. And, uh, and he's, he's, he has a really good uh, presence on stage. Um, so when I saw that kind of chemistry um, with 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 him at the time, uh, I was like, man, I hope one day I can be just like them. And wow. a couple of years later, come down the line. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm here with I'm here, I'm here. I'm here with Eric. <laughs> <laughs> I'm blushing so, right now. Yeah, that I mean, that's that is a crazy story. But then also, so when did you know you wanted to play drums specifically? Um, so when. When Blink One Eighty Two released the Adam song, okay, um, That's very my my friends started playing it on guitar, and coincidentally, there was a drum set there, and so I just like, hey, let me try this out, and I just started, like naturally, I just got the beat down, oh. and they're like, dude, you know how to play drums, and I was like, <laughs> nah, this is my first time, wow, and so I just started to, I bought a drum set like a month after and then started practicing and then here we are. <laughs> wow. <Yeah. laughs> That's impressive. Yep. All right. Yeah. That's what it was. Eric, for you, like when did you decide you wanted to be a vocalist? When did you decide you want to be a guitarist and then bring them all together? Sure. So um, growing up, I took 11 years of classical piano um, as a young, young, young kid. Um, then when I was right around 12, 13 years old, uh, by around 13 years old. I started really young. Yeah. Um, my cousin had a had a guitar. Um, and man, he was so cool. Like, <laughs> with, his electric, with his electric guitar, like playing like Nirvana and all these things. And like, oh man. And, and then I go, you know, back to my house and my big old piano. And 
and Mozart and Bach and all this stuff. And, you know, that music's awesome. But I was like, man, this is, this isn't gonna, this isn't gonna cut it. <laughs> so, uh, it was, uh, you know, it was that Christmas. I remember, um, you know, my mom went and bought me my first guitar and that, you know, then that, that started that. Yeah. And then the, the last part to tie it all in, um, I mean, it's no, it's no secret when you, you listen to the influences of our band, but man, I remember going and seeing Billy Joe from Green Day play in Oakland and their yeah. hometown during like the Insomniac. Holy crap. Ah, uh, sure. Dude, m- <laughs> like, like monumental moment in my life. Uh, it was just like, wait a second. This dude can play three or four chords, sing like semi shit and do all right. Fuck, I'm in too. Let's go. <laughs> and I think, and like, uh, and the, the rest is history, man. That was it. So, with either of you, then, was there ever a confidence issue? Because I know from talking to people for a long time, I mean, you know, I play guitar mediocrely and then I started doing vocals and that's what I was better at. But I know some people, when they, when they're a vocalist and a guitarist, they actually feel kind of naked when they don't have their guitar while they're singing. And then also being a drummer, sometimes they don't like the spotlight because they like being more in the back. Did either of you have those kind of issues? Um, I, you know, that's a good observation. I guess um, when it comes to music and when it comes to like deciding what kind of instrument or, you know, where I wanted to be placed on stage, I didn't really think about it from that perspective of, Oh, am I state, you know, uh, nervous to being, you know, in the center of the stage being okay. at the forefront of the stage. Um, it was it ultimately came down to what I was naturally talented at, ah. at the end of the day. And, um, naturally I was, I'm the best I'm, I'm out of all the instruments I've ever tried. Uh, drumming was the only one that <laughs> made it through my, uh, veins and, uh, gotcha. Yeah, so uh, I've tried many other instruments, but could not succeed as well as I did at drumming. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. And then for for me, um, I was comfortable with just playing guitar when we kind of first started the band. And we were looking for singers and looking for singers and looking for singers. And I remember being like, screw this. I'm singing. Oh, I named okay. my, I voted myself the singer. <laughs> and and everyone was okay with it because we were tired of looking, you know. And right. uh, again, this isn't this. We're talking like this super. We're talking the garage day sessions, you know what right, I mean? Right. Um, I had no training whatsoever. I mean, I remember when we start playing shows and you know not being able to talk the next day. And um, and then this is during that yeah, five year period, by the way, when we talked about music before. Don't call it a comeback. Right. This right. is in that period. Mm-hmm. Um, and then so then I was like, you know what? Um, let's it's probably smart to go take some vocal training so I don't lose my voice. Mm-hmm. Um, and next thing you know, we I don't know, I guess I guess I get by now. <laughs> I guess I get by. Now. I guess so. Yeah. So, <laughs> that's 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 how it happened. It was a it was an accident. And that's that's it. I kind of slid, slid into it. There you go. Well, now, Alex, there was something you weren't here for when Eric and I were talking earlier. So Eric had mentioned that you're going to hopefully be doing some touring around, you know, sometime around March or so, and that he's got to kind of get back in shape for it. Is that something that you have to worry about? Obviously, you're doing something that takes a lot out of you. How are you with that kind of thing? Oh, man. Once we start getting in a groove uh, of things and uh, if we're going to be having a string of shows, Mm -hmm. that means we're going to be having lots of practice. And as a drummer, 
to all your drum to all my drummer friends and fellows out there we work out every single one of those band practices so right. i'm pretty much drenched in sweat by the end of it so by the time <laughs> tour comes around i'm sure i'll be in um, the best shape of my life there you go <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so basically yeah. no one has to worry about anything when this tour comes around because you guys oh, are no, completely uh, set no, I, I, well, I, mean, I mean i mean we gotta be we gotta be positive about it you know that's what right. i mean like that's right I, I'm, I mean we're not gonna be like oh yeah we're, we're screwed man like you know? <laughs> <laughs> i mean it just you know we're gonna i know i'll i'll, I'll hit the gym i i know you know my girlfriend she'll get on me she's already getting on me about it <laughs> you know what's actually kind of weird or funny i don't know how you want to look at it is uh nowadays if you were to look back at your old self five years ago mm-hmm. some people you know may look the same but coincidentally with uh my group of friends and everyone i think everyone is in their best like agreed state ever they've oh, ever good. been wow. in life like i think I, I have a lot of my friends who were you know um overweight back then mm-hmm. are super in shape now and skinny and i was actually about 200 pounds just a year ago and now mm-hmm. i'm 160 lost oh, wow. 40, 40 pounds wow um so I feel like the older we're getting, they actually we were looking at our best. We're yeah. feeling younger. There I don't you know go. what it is, but uh, call it the California weather. Yeah, but I think so. I, yeah, you know, I, I guess I, you know, honestly, I didn't think about that. You know, I mean, without getting too personal, I mean, I mean, I was like, I was like a good buck eighty-five. Um, I mean, I, I'm a short, I'm a pretty short guy. Okay. Uh, and I'm, you know, I probably lost twenty pounds too. Damn. Yeah, man, oh, you got probably, you're killing it. But, you know, going back to we talked about my back issues. Yeah. One thing that my doctor talked about was one thing that was going to help strengthen my back was to help it was going to be to lose weight off the front. Yeah. But it's good to be able to bounce back after that kind of thing, because when you can't do anything for a while, obviously, you're most likely going to gain some weight. But then to come back and I'm talking to you guys after Thanksgiving. So if your weight's still down, you guys are doing something right. Yeah, I I guess so. I actually gained three pounds. (laughs) that's all water weight that's that's all water weight that's all water weight you'll be fine by the time tour starts it's okay (laughs) so let's talk about the next single because eric i know you and i talked about this off air but now do you want to let people know around the time that the next single will be out yeah uh it's gonna be probably around the first second week of january if all goes right okay um and you know, I'm I, I've been saying this, and maybe I should watch my mouth when I say this, but I'm gonna go on record and say that this song that's coming out next is probably in my top three ever. Wow. Yeah. And, and, and now when I say that, I don't mean that as in best song, song that I enjoy. Right, right, right. So Alex, do you agree with that? It's pretty fire. <laughs> I yeah. I, I don't want to hype it up or anything like that, but I have a lot of fun uh jamming it out. Um, nice with all the guys here so it's uh it's it's uh something i'm excited to put out for sure in in, in, in response earlier to how we said the first track was something familiar you know though we're still moving in the same direction um and without starting a new conversation one thing that has one thing that we've always been fortunate about with our band is we've always had crowds that came to rock whether it was like they came they came to a show it's like they whether they're pitting or they're crowd surfing or they're jumping. Like we've always been fortunate to have like really good fans that had a great, great time with us. Yeah. But so often nowadays I'm seeing like 
oh, people are doing it, pulling their freaking cell phones out and the oh, YouTube. I can't stand and it. Like, oh, dude, don't even get me started. We're on a time. <laughs> like, and they're just like the, that interaction. Like, oh, it just seems to be missing. Right. With that said, this song is a direct response to that. I ah. mean, basically, come to the show, hear this song. Uh, in the words of One Republic, you know, I, I dare you to move. You know what I mean? Let's, let's see what happens. Very cool. All right. I like yeah. hearing that. I like hearing that. So now we're going to wrap things up in a little bit. But one thing I definitely wanted to ask just to make sure. So do you guys already have the amount of tracks that you're going to be releasing? Have you said that actual number? No, but it exists. Okay. Um, All right. You don't have the, to do it now, but I just want no, to see. No, the, the, the thing is, we just we keep writing more stuff as we're writing more stuff. And it's right. My God, for all I know, we could be releasing six songs. I mean, every a new song, six, eight weeks for the foreseeable future. But, okay, uh, you know, uh, you know, there's, well, I'll tell you what, we'll, we'll keep everyone busy for the next year at the very least. Okay. All right. That's good to hear. That's good to hear. All right. So now we've talked a ton about music. I think people, you know, know your personalities a little bit, but there is something we like to do on the show as well. So, I, of course, because I knew I was going to be speaking with you, I had to stalk your Instagram and Twitter oh, a little shit. bit. So I didn't uh, go. Uh, and look, I even checked out your Tumblr. Wait, 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 wait. We have a Tumblr? You still have a Tumblr, believe it or not. Alex, look that up. Yeah. you. <laughs> there's nothing incriminating on there. I can tell you that much. Oh, okay. But it is old, old pictures that you guys have. But now there were two things I latched onto, especially I think on the Instagram one that okay. I saw. I saw talk about comic books and I saw talk about WWE. Now, are both of those <laughs> things that either both of you are still into or were those just jokes in the first place? That's that. It's me, man. If uh, <laughs> if there was a if there was a video feed into what this room is right now, mm -hmm. it's covered wall to wall with comics. Damn. Um, All right. I'm 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 a I'm a comic purist to the bone to okay. the bone. And yes, I do still watch Monday Night Raw on Mondays and go to WWE events and uh, with my girlfriend and my 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 youngest niece. Um, oh, okay. Dude, we, dude, I, we love that stuff, man. I don't know. <laughs> we just love that stuff. No, no. And I'm not even, I'm not even, uh, this wasn't a, a ploy to be able to joke about it. I actually am into the same things. Those are, okay. those are two of my things as well. Like I go to WrestleMania every year. So uh. I, I totally get it. Um, but now let's, we'll get back to that, but I have to ask, you know, Alex as well. So he's part of this. Are you into any of that stuff or do you have any, are you video games, books, movies, TV shows? Is there anything that, uh, you're into outside of music? Yeah, I'm actually a very open-minded person and like, nice. enjoy a lot of things in life. Uh, but yes, WWF and E, -E. Uh, you know, have, uh, yes, we, I've, uh, I was a Stone Cold Steve Austin fan, All right. rock. Triple H, yeah. all the big legends, you name it. Uh, <laughs> always love watching the epic matches. Um, things I like to do for fun on my own time is, you know, uh, travel, uh, okay. experience new things, escape rooms. If, I like oh, to really? challenge my mind. Okay. Yes. Now, so, so yeah. how many, uh, that's actually, that has never come up on the show before. So if you're doing escape rooms, how often do you do them? Oh, man. Uh, I'm kind of an addict. I like to, when a new one pops up, mm -hmm. um, I'm pretty much there, and then I oh, never wow. come back after I finish all the games. So ah. I would say, how often do you get out? Yeah, like, <laughs> um, I mean, you're you're guaranteed to get out, you know, 
Let me do it. Yeah, but how often do you solve it? How, how often yeah. do I? Okay, so my, I think my record right now is uh around like thirty two and eight. Thirty two. Wow. So thirty two wins, eight losses. That's pretty damn good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know who does it professionally, but that sounds like a professional record. Oh, um. So if you think that's professional, I have a coworker who has done two hundred across the globe. Wow. All all logged (laughs) on an Excel sheet and she wrote down her times on each of them. So damn, she's a professional. I went to one escape room with her and oh my gosh, I just had to watch magic happen in front of me. This girl literally solved things like she was some kind of secret spy that has been doing this for years. Wow. Holy crap. That's pretty (laughs) impressive. Now, did you see the new trailers now for the new escape room movie? I actually have not heard about yeah, this. You're too busy being trapped inside of a room to watch it. Yeah. They don't put the trailer up in those rooms, I guess. <laughs> That's a clue. Yeah, yeah. There's, a, wow. there's a new movie coming out where I guess it's supposed to be, I don't know what twist they'll put on it. It turns out to be a real escape room. And it's got the girl from Daredevil and True Blood in it. Wow. So yeah, that I mean, I don't know if that movie would be up your alley or not, but that is, I think it's coming out in January. Honestly, I would watch it because I'm sure they have some awesome, you know, puzzles and twists. So I would, I would, tw- I mean, the real escape room movie is actually Saw, to be honest. To be oh, sure. Frank. Right, right, right. You know, like that's that, but that's like to a whole nother level. Well, sure. <laughs> well, sure. <laughs> What's crazy about this, Ian, is I see this guy all the time. Yeah. And I don't think I've ever known this. We're <laughs> so busy doing music. I don't think I'm like, I'm, I'm just as I'm, I'm like the audience right now. I'm like. I'm ready to go to an escape room with Alex and win. I know. Why don't you? Yeah. How have you guys not done a whole band excursion? Because uh, we're too busy yeah. trying to write music. I know. I was about be, to say. Be bitching and moaning all the time. And, well, I think I probably asked these guys, but the common feedback was, I don't know if I want to be trapped in a room for 60 minutes and pay for that. Right. Right. That so true. hopefully these guys like want to join me someday. I think we sold Eric on it. Yeah. Think about team, team building. Yeah. That's what it yeah. is. Team bonding, team building. Exactly. Uh, but I've done it with uh, uh, Dwight. We've, Me and Dwight have gone mm-hmm. to a couple of escape rooms, and we have succeeded majority cool. of the time. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Well, now, yeah. Eric, now you have to say something, obviously, that, that he doesn't know about. Uh, I mean, I'll be honest with you, man. Like, my, my life's an open book. I mean, everyone knows that uh, I'm, I'm doing this right now. I'm, uh, I'm all the way deep in doing this. I, outside, of, outside of comics and... Um, and some some wrestling aside, yeah, uh, you know, un, you know, traveling with my, my girlfriend a little bit and trying to maintain some type of sanity, sure. um, dude, I'm, I'm I'm all the way deep into this right now. I I, I got to make sure that uh that we're on top of our game. Um, that's where I'm at right now. I want to make sure that I'm giving everything I got to everyone who's gonna listen to this stuff. Right, like people 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 will never understand. Uh, I'm not sure a lot of artists can can relate to this. People will never understand how many hours and days go into that three and a half minutes oh, yeah. that you hear. Yep. Yeah. No, for sure. All right, guys. That was really great. I actually really enjoyed learning a little bit more about, you know, your personalities besides just the music. But now, you know, with the current state of everything that's going on with music, as we've been talking about, is there anything else you want to talk about with 5606 before we wrap everything up? Yeah, man. Um, I, You know, w- one a big part of what we're doing now and why we're doing it is we, we've been using the hashtag jokingly, but 
oh, there's always a little bit of seriousness to everything, right? Sure. Uh, you know, like hashtag make pop punk great again. Right. Um, I just, I think I, we, we miss the days of just, just that good old pop punk music, you know? Uh, and of course, you know, as a society and people, we have to move forward. Right. But let's not forget where we came from either. Um, and then take, take that knowledge and move into the future. And I think that's what we're kind of trying to do with, with our music. Like we're trying to bring a part of nostalgia that people, people love nostalgia and, um, that feeling that they used to have, but let's, let's give them a more updated, more mature, most, more sophisticated version of that. Um, let's have the best, the best of both worlds. But, um, yeah, man, pop, I feels like pop punk bands nowadays. It's, it's somewhat of a, I don't want to say a dying breed, but they're definitely not as many. Uh, Blink-182 cover bands as there used to be, you know, 15 <laughs> years ago. And, you know, and I'm perfectly okay with that. But um, that's just, you know, that's something that we're trying to do. Just uh, hashtag make, make pop punk great again. There we go. Well, I think that is a perfect part to end with, at least for tonight. So, guys, thank you so much for coming on the show. I'm going to have links in the description of the episode so that everyone can follow you on social media, so that they can get merch, you know, so that they can talk and interact with you guys. But until that time, is there any better way that people can support you? Uh, best way to support us is honestly just go stream our music on Spotify, add us to a playlist, share a link, um, you know, repost one of our posts. Uh, anything, anything like that will help. Again, you know, we're very grass, grassroots. Uh, we do everything kind of word of mouth, uh, things like that. So any, any, any help like that would be appreciated. Um, just know that if you ever do write to us um, on Instagram or DM or whatever it is, we always make sure that we write back to every single person all the time. Uh, awesome. if, if you take the time to write to us, like, but that's the least we can do. I would say if you, you know, uh, want to reach out to us, if you're really uh, passionate about what we're doing and you want to spread the word, please, yeah, DM us, send us an email. Um, contact us directly and we love to start that conversation because you know 5606 it's a community not just a band that's right you know uh, we 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 work back in the day we had uh uh you know we had we, we had a street team yeah. that promoted for us mm -hmm. willingly because they just love what they had that much fun at our shows and uh you know uh you meet a lot of cool people when you when you invite you know like uh you know, new new friends to a show, and uh, it's just, um, yeah, it's it's it, that's you know, we're we're definitely open to to working with anyone. So feel we're free to we're, reach out we're to definitely us. not too cool for anybody. <laughs> Far well, from. yeah, obviously you came on this show, <laughs> <laughs> and and actually, well, if 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 people like truly truly want to support us and in, in in a different way, we did just open up that new store at shop fifty six oh six dot com, like uh. With us not having, you know, today's modern, not CDs and stuff, you know, that money that we get from uh, from those shirts that you guys buy, we just pump, we just literally get that money, we turn around, and we put it right back in the music that we're giving to you guys. Nice. So that is the best way to help support us as well. Awesome. Well, guys, once again, thank you so much. This is really great. I'm a big fan, so it was great to be able to catch up with you guys. I'm a huge fan of Ride Along, obviously, and your entire discography. So this was a lot of fun. Can't wait for the next bit of new music. And once again, thank you guys so much. Yeah, thank th you. Thank you, man. Appreciate really it. Appreciate thank you so it. much. And, uh, much love. Thank you.
Hashtag make pop punk great again. And welcome back. The track you just heard was Basic Guidelines from Basic Guidelines to Making Enemies. I had a lot of fun speaking with Eric and Alex, and I hope you enjoyed that as well. While you're waiting for new music from 5606, support them by following the links in the description of the episode to stay up to date with everything they're doing. If you liked what you heard, you can also support me, Ian Hates, by following the other links there as well. Big thanks to Eric and Alex for coming on the show. I certainly wouldn't be surprised if you heard them on here again. Keep your ears open for more 5606 tracks. But until then, I'm going to end with a personal favorite, Photographs and Heart Attacks off At Least We'll Give Them Hell. And I'm going to leave you the way I always do, long days and pleasant nights. Thanks, everyone. She need a photograph, this heart attack. The things I said I won't take back this time I mean every word I said Dear Karma, why that enough? She said terribly typical But I'm not Yeah, she's all